Right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awakened Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. If you're alive or if you're watching on the replay, thank you, thank you, thank you. If you are new to me, if you're new to the Laura Canfield Show, um, please do subscribe to the YouTube channel. Here we host shows normally Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. This week it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So please do uh, stay tuned for all the shows this week. And it is my deepest wish, desire, and intention to assist you, support you in expanding consciousness and raising your vibration, raising the vibration of the planet, uh, of the collective, and giving you tools, resources, support, people to uh, that you can turn to and to learn from and receive from to basically thrive in your life, right? To uh, not be stuck anymore and to move forward in your life. Um, and really to create the best life that you can imagine. So today we are excited. We have a brand new guest speaker on the show. First time for us. Don't know how that happened, but you know, it's been, uh, I don't know why you waited so long, but anyways, <laughs> we are so excited to have Scott Smith with, with us and he's going to be talking about Spiritual Alchemy 101. And so some of what we're going to discuss is how spiritual alchemy is fairly simple to learn and use. The spiritual alchemy is at the basis of the esoteric aspect of most religions and experience, and we're going to receive an experience of using spiritual alchemy to effect positive change. All that, plus we're going to be taking live caller questions, we're going to be doing a process, um, wonderful stuff, I'm so looking forward to it. And for those of you who don't know Scott, because you may not, he is a spiritual alchemist, an energy worker, a master of the core of being and modern day mystic. In service to the light, he shares his intuitive spiritual guidance and techniques for purification and healing. Scott's studies have taken him on a mystical journey through many of the world's religions, working with divine love, divine peace, and other transformational energies. He has combined the core energetic elements common to these traditions simplifying and unifying them into techniques for physical healing, emotional cleansing, and mental focus, spiritual expansion, and deep inner peace. And I'm just so excited because I recently just met Scott, or uh, I had I had heard about Scott way back when, you know, back in 2013 when I first started doing the shows, but um, he was not a guest at that time on our show. Um, but so he is now, and I'm so excited because I worked with him yesterday and I plan to work with him some more because I really enjoyed um, my experience with Scott yesterday. I learned a lot and experienced some wonderful <sighs> processes, and um, so I'm excited about that. So please join me in welcoming Scott to the show. It's, a, it's his first time, but definitely will not be his last. So Scott, welcome to the show. So glad you're here. You're muted. Oh, yep. Thank you. Thank you so <laughs> much. And how odd that my very first time on the show is in honor and respect of your solar return. So, Amara, thank you so much. What? A, how unique that was. And as we went back and forth to try and get a date that worked with both of us, this is the one that worked. Yep. <laughs> and I'm so glad because what a gift for me. It's been such an honor and a blessing for me to work with you yesterday, meeting you, uh, talking with you. It just it, it was like such a gift, as I said. I'm I'm just, you know, this was a blessing for me to have you um 
I'm so glad it's today, you know, and this week period, but uh, it's been a blessing for me and I'm so excited about what we're going to learn today, what you're going to share, what we're going to experience, and basically, you know, how we can transform in our lives. So Scott, because it's your first time here with us, can you just take a few minutes and just share a little bit about your journey, about some of your experiences, what you're doing exactly? <laughs> well, I kind of started when I was seven and then really started getting involved when I was around in nine. And I've been helping people my whole life. And so to really discuss that would take a few shows, <laughs> mm -hmm. but I can uh, talk on any highlights or anything. Uh, I was born Jewish and raised Jewish, went to Hebrew school. Most kids stop when they're 13, but I had one of those mothers and I went on into uh, Hebrew high school and then Hebrew college while I was in secular high school. And uh, so I learned a lot and it wasn't complete for me. So I sought elsewhere. So without getting into chronology and who and when and where and why, I've worked in Hinduism. And when I say worked in it, it means I'm working with the esoterica. Esoterica is stuff that's hidden, a mystery. And what I do is I take that mystery and make it not a mystery anymore, because it's all pretty simple once you understand the sciences behind it. And uh, it's just really, really great and easy. I went through the hard way. I went through life learning everything, experiencing everything the hard way. And I seemed to attract abuse to myself tremendously up into my mid twenties or so. And until I figured out how to stop being that <laughs> and uh, all kinds of things. So there was Hinduism, Buddhism, Catholicism, I was actually uh, given the same initiations energetically and apostolic lines and all of this from the Church of Antioch. I studied with a, some physical archbishops from that church for uh, quite a few years and just all over the place. Everything in my life was all dramatic, drama, 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 everything, you know, it just negative drama and positive drama. It was as though it had to be that way or it wasn't noticeable. Mm -hmm. And uh, not anymore. It just doesn't need to be that, right? Wasn't it the Buddha who said, the, don't live in the extremes, right? Mm -hmm. the, musician, the musician going down in the river is the classic example with his student and saying, you know, like, hey, if you turn the string too tight, it's gonna break. And if it's too loose, it won't play. And the Buddha learned moderation in all things. So good thing. Absolutely. So, and you know, I learned something from you yesterday, which I did not know about um, Hinduism. You know, it's like, it was like, what? What did you just say? <laughs> so, you know, when you said you, you, you learn about esoterica, the mystery stuff, I, I, you know what, I totally, I can, I can see that because it's like what I learned yesterday, that one little, one little piece was like, blew me away, totally did not know at all. And, really? you know, 
I know quite a bit. <laughs> so it's like, yes, you do. I did not know that at all. So it's like, oh, I wonder what else you know that I don't know. So it'll be interesting to um, to learn more about uh, some of your teachings, some of your wisdom, some of the, the uh, mysteries that you have discovered for yourself in this lifetime. And I'm sure some of that stuff is all is uh, not new. It, it's just a remembering from previous lives. Mm, yes, very much so. What happened in the past was people would progress. But let me backtrack just a little bit. Why are we here? Mm. <laughs> okay, here is God. What is God? God is consciousness. So you are not your body. God doesn't look like you or me. Thank God. <laughs> but God is consciousness. We are consciousness. We're immortal beings. And I like to use the metaphor is that we're like hermit crabs. A hermit crab finds a shell, climbs into it. And when that shell no longer suits its needs, it sheds that shell and it finds the next one. Right now, we have climbed into, you've heard the, the, the word, a crystalline structure, right? The crystalline structure is nothing more than the set of your bodies that make you human right now. Okay, so God is here and God is there. Can God move from here to there? No, God cannot do that because God is here and God is there. So if you can't move, there's no change. If there's no change, there's no growth. Growth means change. And God decided that God wanted to grow. So God created creation and creation created everything within creation. Father, mother, God, right? Yeah. Ooh, the energy's starting to flow already. Thank you so much. So with that, that's why we're here. God sees through our eyes, hears through our ears, and we in this universe have the free will choice to choose what God sees and what God hears. People don't think about it that way. They think about it, what do I want to see? What do I want to hear? What do I want to do? Me, 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 me. And there's nothing wrong with that. There are no bad choices. There's only choices. We live in duality here. Not all living beings live in duality. And I'm not referring to just this planet. So good. Yay. Did I take it too far, too small? Where else nope. should that is perfect. It's a great starting point for where we're going today, right? We are talking about spiritual alchemy, right? And so part of spiritual alchemy is for us to, I think, know more about who we are, but also energetically who we are and how to create uh, our lives from choice, from actions, from energy, um, etc. And for me, spiritual alchemy is also about transmuting, transforming our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions, and our energy, right? Raising our vibration, transmuting our energies from time to time, uh, transforming our lives. 
Yes. So let me speak to that. I did not start out as the scientist. It doesn't matter to me how it works and why it works. Because all that is, is factual knowledge that fills your brain. That doesn't advance you along your path. And it's good. It's helpful. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm not making anything wrong. I'm just, that wasn't my choice. I was more the engineer. Okay, good. So what can you do with it? So I would experiment and, and play with these energies and play with this stuff. And as I did and showed more and more devotion, then more and more came to me. And as I was helping people, the more people I helped, the more I got helped. And uh, in, Christianity, in Christianity, that's referred to as the bootstrap path, if anybody's heard that. You pull people up by their bootstraps and something comes along to pull you up by yours so you can keep doing that in a better way. So that's all good. All religions have multiple layers. There's the layer for the public where it's devotion and prayer and they're just trying to lead their lives in a better way. And then there's the people who go more deep into the religions and there's levels and levels of that as well. That's where I was in those deeper levels. For instance, when I was brought into priesthood in the Catholic Church, the uh, isn't that amazing for a Jewish kid? <laughs> but this is through the archbishops. I learned and I was doing a Catholic mass every night, but a full Catholic mass. There was wine. There was unleavened bread and there was water, right? Nowadays, they tend to pour the water in the wine to dilute it, right? And the water has sort of lost its meaning. But in the original mass, there were, there were the three and they represented three things. Well, let's take the blood. Why blood? You take wine and you transmute it. There's a special word for it I can't remember right now. It begins with a T, trans something or other. And that is what they're doing. They're converting that wine into the blood of Jesus, right? Isn't that what they say? Why would they do that? What's the esoteric meaning of that? Simple. Blood is where all of our experiences are stored. Think about that. People put all kinds of junk in their heart chakra. And then people like me have to come along and clear it all out for them. <laughs> but that's not the place to store your sorrows. And it's not the place to store your jo overabundant joy. That, that's already in your blood. And when all the spiritual teachers talk about attachment, they're talking about the history of what happened in your life that you have attached to emotion. And the emotion remains attached to the memory so that when you relive the memory, you are forced to relive the emotions. That's where they all talk about detachment. And let's get rid of that stuff. I feel a little jumping around and out of focus. Give me a moment. Thank you. So with that, Let's, 
so let's get back to the blood. How do we know that people sort of know that? Right? Well, look at the religion of the Jehovah's Witnesses. They may not know it up here, but somewhere in that religion, someone knew that experience was stored in blood. So they don't want the experiences of someone who donated blood going into their system. They want their own purity, right? They disallow blood transfusions. Think about that. There's reasons for this, right? All can, I just say, can I just say something really quickly about that? So it's yes. interesting when I, um, when I had my daughter a uh, long time ago, um, I was very weak, very, I, I lost a lot of blood. I was very weak. I had no hemoglobin, nothing. So they had to do a cesarean. And mm -hmm. after she was born, I was you know, in the hospital and the doctor came in and he's like, you should not even be sitting up. You, you, you need a blood transfusion. I was like, well, uh, uh, I'm not, I'm not having a blood transfusion. I, 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 at that moment, I'm like, no, I will be fine somehow or other. I'll be fine. I don't want a blood transfusion. And I didn't, but it took me a year and a half to get my strength up to uh to be able to truly sure. function so is right. that you know did i have an intuitive knowing about that at the time uh very much so it came from a past life but what people i mean that's what i got that you see it, those who can see my eyes i closed my eyes i went inside to get focused to answer alara's question so um Anyway, with that. But I just want to say really quickly, I was not in danger. My life was not in danger. No, 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 so, no. so it was, it was, you know, like the doctor said, well, okay, fine, but it'll take a while for you to get your strength back up. So it was not sure. like, I wasn't saying no because of religious reasons or anything. It was just, it's like, if I don't need it, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I've had blood transfusions during the surgery and everything, you know, it's like, you know, kind of thing. But so I had blood. So it wasn't that. It was just something within me like, nope, I don't want to do that. I, I'll be fine. Yes. When we go to spiritual alchemy and we realize that if we take somebody else's experience physically into our body and our blood, we can just transmute it, release it and replace mm -hmm. it. That's the part that's forgotten. That's what's buried in the esoterica that teaches us. Right. Yeah. So these are just different ways of being and they're they're all fine. They're all good. I don't have any yeah. problem. Anyway, exactly. what do I do as a teacher is I help you from where you are to get to the next step. That's all I do. And when you get to that next step, you decide if you want to work with me to the next step. That's all. Simple. And that's why we're here today is also, um, I don't think I mentioned at the beginning, but we are going to be taking live caller questions. So if you do have a question for Scott, you can raise your hand <laughs> or you can type your question in the chat. And it is for me as well, Scott, it is, that's what it's about. It's like moving forward. Like, where yeah. do you want to go from here? Right. And for me, I'm very impatient. So it's like, I don't want to take 5,000 years. I've done that. I've taken 5,000 years. I'm being, I'm being I'm exaggerating, but you know, I've taken a lot of time with some stuff, but now I think things are moving so much more quickly, you know, and healing, clearing, releasing, transmuting, transforming, everything is happening at a much quicker level if we are actually choosing it. Yes. By the way, an aside, thank you for helping to keep me focused. I'm just getting so much right now. So let me just, I have to keep trying to just, so I can stay in the focus. Mm -hmm. So what is spiritual alchemy? 
right? That's what we're here to discuss. Spiritual alchemy, you can think of it as the lazy person's way to spirituality. It's taking these basic, simple things from all the religions because they're, they don't belong to the religion. They're just what the religion has discovered over the centuries. And combining them together is what I did to make a simple, easy way to do it. So people don't have to go through all those 20 some odd years of abuse that like I did. I understood abuse. I understood what it was about, but I kept attracting it. I was done with that lesson, but I couldn't get rid of it. Now I have the tools to show you how you can do it. That's what that's kind of about. So we're using energies. What kind? We're using divine energies. Different than electricity is energy and it needs a path, right? But divine energy is everywhere all the time. Shakti. Shekhinah. I don't care what language you use. Okay? We also work with essences of things. Now there was this pretty little dusty purple flower that grows throughout the universe, not on this planet anymore. And that's because of many reasons. I don't want to get sidetracked again. <laughs> so, but that flower is like one of the most healing plants, nutritious healing plants in the entire universe. And so we can tap into the essences of it, sort of like uh, where they have those little 10X, 3X kind of little vials, you know, the same kind of concept and bring those essences into us and work with this as well. And that you have to know how to do it because you have to use Shakti with it and all that. So, yay. Did I figure all of this out? Some. And then internally I was corrected. I, I got what to do. I was instructed what to do. So it's all good. And we just keep moving it forward. Spiritual alchemy makes extreme use of sacred geometry. It doesn't have to be in the physical sense, like you see some in my office here, but it does need to be used. It has so much more powerful, right? So much more powerful. So can I ask you a question about sacred geometry uh, really quickly? Some people have said, <laughs> some teachers, some spiritual people have said that the sacred geometry symbols have been, uh, what's the word? Hijacked, polluted, that they're not, you know, good anymore. Oh, I don't yeah. believe that myself. I don't oh, believe they that. Have. They, they have. have. But for yes. me, it's it's about, you know what? It's like my intention with using it, I think, is more important, is it not? Yes. Think about the pentagram. Right. When you think of a pentagram, you think of Satan and witches and all this negative and bad. But that's not what that symbol's for. Yeah, I don't. Okay. About. In fact, <laughs> there's a whole page that came through that I typed out, making with the happy fingers, that that explains all about the, an inscribed pentagram and how to use it appropriately, how to place them within your crystalline structure to improve your path. Yay. So we can still use, I mean, like you see above me, I have the flower of life there, you know? So uh -huh. I, I can still use the flower of life, the sacred geometry 
of it because I'm using it for a divine purpose, I feel. And mm-hmm. and you're also, right? if I may interrupt, you're also tapping into its original essence and purpose. You're not listening to all these different people who wrote this, that, and the other thing. No, I'm not. No, I haven't. You're <laughs> tapping into it as itself. Yeah. You're not dealing with interpretation. Interpretation is where we all fall flat. Because we receive and it gets filtered through our systems, except when you go into a special place, the center of the core of being, and then there's no filters. Mm -hmm. Shall we talk about that for a moment? Yes. So I I have a picture that used to hang in the Guggenheim. (laughs) Here's you. And those little wavy lines don't mean that it's you dancing. Those are all your subtle bodies. Do these subtle bodies actually exist? No. Ask someone that sees auras. It's just so shifting and changing and all over like that, right? But it's a way we have of defining it so that we can understand it. Most of spirituality is about understanding, right? So we create these models. And we use them until they no longer work. This one ha- keeps on working, so we don't have to change it yet. So here's you. And then there's that little cord coming straight up. That's called the Antakarana in Sanskrit. It's called Krael in ancient Hebrew. And not too many cultures describe it. At the top, that's the I am presence. And just in case you don't need to know this word, but just in case you use it, monad is where the antakarana connects to the I am presence. That's the connection, right? Now, if these energies that are up here were to come down into this body system, right? You're living in a crystalline structure, right? If Ella Fitzgerald hits a certain note, the expensive crystal just crashes because of the vibration, Have people witnessed that? They even put it in a TV commercial once. I'm dating myself though. (laughs) So the whole thing with that is that if those energies came down, your crystalline structure would explode real good, perfectly. So God, in God's infinite wisdom, puts something in between you and the I am presence, right? And that's that. I don't know if you guys can see this when I pull it back, I'm trying to make it focused. So this is your higher self. This is your upper aura. This is the upper room. This is the nefesh. This is the Atman and this is the para-Atman. There's so many different languages, so many different ways to describe this, right? This is also referred to as the Christed state of being. And Jesus, Master Jesus, not as Master Jesus, but as the Christed state of being impersonated, said, nobody gets to the Father except through me. You've heard that before, but here it is in a diagram so you can understand these esoteric things that have made it through and haven't gotten polluted and corrupted and kicked out. 
nobody gets to the Father except through me. Simple and easy. And I have to say that that's for our protection, our safety, so that we don't explode. Exactly. Because we, we could not handle all that energy coming from our I am presence. Absolutely. Without, without that filtration system, I guess you would say. Perfect. Lesson learned. <laughs> so if we here on the planet do work because we want to progress spiritually, then additional frequencies and additional waveforms, they're not the same, can now get into our system. And this doesn't have to protect as much. And it starts that descend. And then it merges in down here. When I was a child, I would watch this guy on, well, Channel 12 in Philadelphia. His name was Leo Biscaglia. Do people know who that is? He was yeah. a motivational speaker. And I looked at him and my mom is like, here's this little boy watching this guy. He's there. It doesn't make sense. Why doesn't he have cartoons on? The guy was amazing. His upper aura was intersecting down into his life. And I had never seen that before. Never. And the energies that were coming through him. That's why he was such an amazing motivational speaker. Because he was getting it. It wasn't yeah. him serving himself, trying to just make money. Right? And there it was. Yay. Another little thing for my past. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, and, and that's also why I always say to everyone as well, is like, you can't receive everything at once You because your, your body, physical, energetic body could not handle all of it at once. That's yeah. why we, we only receive as much as we can handle. And for me, all of that is filtered through the higher self. The higher self is, uh, for me, it's like a, a gateway uh, protector uh, shield and God yeah you know and um, because we we couldn't handle it and you know I, I'm the first one to say I can handle anything what are you talking about I can handle anything but no <laughs> that's just the mind that's just the ego saying that right but no our energetic body field cannot handle receiving everything at once and that's the same thing with clearing everything at once you cannot clear everything at once because it makes a huge disruption in your field which takes time i think to process no very much so it's like has anybody ever had what's called a healing crisis mm, yes you take this herb because it's wonderful for your system and oh if i take more it must be better <laughs> and then it creates a healing because you got to the toxicity level of the herb whatever yes yeah. well the same thing happens with this that's why it's not good to rush the river, so to speak. You've heard that this before in every culture. So yeah. the whole thing is if you're doing too much and too much and too much, too much, then you get into a healing crisis of energy. Well, a healing crisis of energy, what does that affect? That affects your psyche. I wouldn't want my psyche damaged. There is no doctor on the planet that can diagnose that. Right? Hmm. Yeah. There are places and, that get tucked away when that happens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that, but it, it does happen because we push ourselves so much, right? And a lot of times we push ourselves because we're, we think we have to, it's a race and we have to get there to the, you know, get to, get to the end of the race faster, faster, faster. 
Or sometimes we might be feeling like, oh, I've done this for so long. I just, I mean, I'm at that phase. <laughs> I just want to be done with it. I just want, you know, to be done with it. So, but everything happens in its own divine timing. I used to hate that phrase, yeah. but it's Very true. Much so. And God <laughs> never gives you anything that you can't handle. Exactly. God's given me a lot. And I'm like, enough. <laughs> enough. Tina says when the energy comes into her, that she gets feeling so hot on fire, she couldn't imagine getting even more. Yeah. yeah. That's why your kundalini doesn't rise until you're ready for it. So don't push. But that also does not mean be complacent and not do anything. Correct. Very much so. so <laughs> there's a balance. There's a fine line. There's a fine balance between not pushing and, you know, still doing stuff, still, you know, being on your path. Because I'm not one who waits very well, right? I don't wait very well. I'm not a good waiter at all. Um, but sometimes we have to wait a little bit, but not too long. And some I find sometimes people are just waiting for universe to tell them what to do for the energies to shift and change before they will do anything before they will take the next step before you know whatever and i'm like no so instead of wait. being a leader be a server and so <laughs> serve others while you're waiting yes exactly because that's I love the that path that's how you don't want to have a long wait. help others you help yeah. others and you're pulling them up something will come to pull you up we talked about yeah, absolutely. So I know. See, I, I, I got you off track. I'm sorry. It's okay. Not a problem. So getting, I've been so off track and I apologize to all of you. I'm receiving so much and I just want to explain it all. And this brain has so much stuff in it. It just all wants to come out and that makes it disorganized and jumpy. So I, that's why I was, thank you, for, Alara, for keeping me on track. And you have been. Well, the end of this Antakarana is in our system. And that place is the core of being, right? And in the center of the core of being is your node, which is the bottom. Whoops, I have to get this into focus. It's the bottom of that Antakarana, right? That is where the core of being is. I used to tell people exactly where it was. But then they would develop mentally, they would develop all kinds of different ways of being there. And they ended up turning into human goings rather than human beings. So what I do is once somebody has mastered the ability to just be there, then I tell them where it is. Because there's knowing that is helpful once you're at that point. So I just learned this yesterday, guys. And... Um... <laughs> I've done it a couple of times now, and yes, I can get there right away. But I, I did not know it was going to be where I think it is. I thought it was going to be elsewhere than what I thought it was. So I was, I was like, you know, it's like, oh, this is interesting. I didn't expect it to be here. But I was like, okay. Uh, I still don't understand the whole node thing. I'm sorry. I not that problem. part of, I don't understand. Yeah, sometimes the sciency part of it gets to be too much because quantum is quantum physics and quantum theories are very much a part of spirituality. And because that there's, they aren't difficult for people to understand that it, let's keep that out. When I work one-on-one -on -one with people and I'm one of the few practitioners that still does, uh, I go to where you are and I use the language that you can accept. Yeah. 
Okay, so here you are. And then there's God, source, the oneness, whatever you want to call it. And the only thing in between you and God is your higher self. There's no other influences anywhere else. You're, it's the direct connect. And everybody is in that direct connect and everybody has that node and all those nodes make all different kinds of grids. The grid of humanity, which people have worked with and people talk about, but they don't know what it is and how it works, right? You don't need to, but it's nice to. The grid of the planet goes through your node and you are on so many different grids, but that's how you connect to everything because everything, it is one. And I don't want to talk about it in a nebulous way because then you end up with a nebulous understanding. What good is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I just have to say it was amazing. Like when I, what I experienced yesterday with Scott was amazing. And then I was able to experience it again by myself because I said to Scott yesterday, I said, am I going to be able to do this on my own? He goes, yes, yes, yes. I was like, all right, well, I'm going to try it. Um, <laughs> And I did a couple of times now, you know, so in, within 24 hours, I've probably done it like three or four times just because it does feel so good. I was quite, I was, I was surprised actually. So thank you for that, Scott. Well, let's stop tiddling these people out there. And if you close your eyes, not when you're driving, if you close your eyes, It'll help you focus. Mm -hmm. And I want you to have the thought just to be in the center of the core being. That's it. You have that thought and you will be. You don't have to know where it is because your higher self knows where it is. I did not name that. So it's the core of being and you want to be in the center of it. Become aware in that place. Choose, it's all about choice. Choose to be near your node in the center of the core being. And sometimes I over enunciate. I used to work in durable medical equipment and there's deaf people, blind people, whatever, and you have to be able to communicate. Good, 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 good. So take notice. What happened to the monkey mind? You know, all those thoughts a mile a minute, where are they? Where are they for you? Don't go looking for them. (laughs) Isn't it nice to have the peace? And this isn't even anything. This is before we even start. What happened to all your emotions and upset? If it wasn't overbearing and your emotions didn't, are not in the process of controlling you, then those have gone away too. 
If your emotions were controlling you in the moment, then they have been reduced. The core of being is a distraction-free zone. You are not mind. You are not emotions. That node in the center of the core being is the spiritual still point different still point than what you see and still point technology and all that that you see out there. No, this is different, but this is the still point. If I may show you, be still and know that I am God. Be still and know. Be still. And we haven't even done anything yet. We're just getting in touch with who we are in the first place. So now let's let the energy flow better. Let's now have the thought to activate the base chakra. That's a chakra that's below the feet, about six to eight inches, right? About 12, 15 centimeters. Good, now the energy's flowing. You might feel energy coming up through your legs and your knees and stuff. Why? Because that's the first time you've done it. What happens when you sit on the porcelain throne too long and you get up and all the blood has to run back into your legs, right? Same thing. So now the energy's coming up. It can flow. You're allowing it to flow. It wants to flow. Now you are in alignment with that. Shall we do another step? Have the thought in the center of the core being there to be in the I am presence. If that doesn't work for you, use different wording. Say you want to be in the center of the oneness. Good. Energy around you just changed. Perhaps you can perceive it. Maybe not. Some people don't perceive energy. They have other gifts. That's okay. Some people want to have dramatic, wonderful gifts. Great. It's what it is. So now let's take three relaxed deep breaths. The important thing is relaxed. Through your nose is better, but not. If you can, so what? Breathe in through your mouth. Use your ears, however you want to breathe. Just three, not more than three. And when you're done, 
choose to be back in the center of the core being. Great. Now you've just brought back energies into your system that have never been there before. God just gave them to you just now. Father, Mother, God said, thank you for joining me. Here, you need this now. So let's activate these energies. That means turn them on. Let's energize them. That means kick them up into the excited state like chemistry class a long time ago. You don't have to know how to do it. Just say, activate, energize. And the next one is amplify. It's like turning the volume up on a stereo. And if you had an oscilloscope, you could see these energies shifting and changing. And the last thing we want to do is not lose this. So let's lock it in on our node. That's what it's there for. That's a direct connect from you to God. Lock it in, anchor it on that node. We're just gonna hang here for a moment. All of spiritual alchemy requires choice, allowing, acceptance, integration, and implementation. We already chose to do this, right? So now let's allow these energies to permeate our entirety. What do I mean by entirety? All of your mortal bits and all of your immortal bits. And accept it. Integration will happen by itself. Implementation will occur when it's needed. And you, you can trust that in the process. You can trust me that that's what it's gonna be or just try it and see if it happens and learn by your own experience, whatever way you want to do it. Truth is truth. So now we're going to allow these energies that God gave us because we, we were going to need them for something at something, right? So let's allow these energies to affect change within our crystalline structure and within our immortal nature, our entirety. Now, is it going to last? Accept it. Now it's going to last. And you betcha it's going to start integrating. How do I know that? Because I can feel it integrating in some of you. Some of you are a little bit frayed and unassured. That's okay, too. How simple, how easy, how connected to God. You cannot 
be not connected to God. You can only choose to ignore the connection. It's a choice that you make. God doesn't cut you off. You cut God off. And we can discuss this without mentioning God. We can discuss this without religion. Because energy flows. Energy has form. There's different frequencies. If you have an oscilloscope, it's how many times up and down does it go in a second, right? That's frequency. And what does the waveform look like? Does it look like a beautiful sinusoidal wave? If you were to play a flute into an oscilloscope, that's what it looks like. Is it a sawtooth wave or a square wave? You may have heard these terms before. You can look it up. It's there it is. Now you can see why I think it's more important to learn experientially what these things are and do than try to figure it out with your brain. I agree, totally. So I just wanna ask everyone how they're doing. Just how oh, are they please, feeling? Please just type it in, I'm not finished. Just, oh, and that's excellent, Laura, not a problem. Just type in if there's something you wanna share. And uh, I will, I'll repeat some of them. I want to repeat some of them to the crowd. Good, 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 good. We say that we're three-dimensional and some people are talking about that they're five-dimensional. Well, I'm here to tell you that the crystalline structure of each and every human being on this planet is 55 feet in diameter in the United States. Elsewhere, it's 16.7 meters in diameter. That's a five-story building. That's how large each crystalline structure, each person is. It exists in 24 dimensions. So some people talk about how I'm 5D, I'm 3D, blah, blah, blah. You can talk about 3D densities, but people don't even know what 5D is. How can you be 5D? Right? Because you're already more than 5D. It's how many of those dimensions are you aware of? And do you need to know which dimensions you're aware of? No, you have to just live your life and be here and share and grow. Feels pretty good, huh? Good, good, good. Yes. So in your way, in the center of the core being, right now, for this experience and allow God to respond. And God the mother, God the father, God the formless will indeed respond. Gratitude. It's one thing to talk about gratitude. It's another thing to experience what the energy of gratitude is. Now, let's breathe in divine gratitude, right? This is different. Divine Shakti, divine energies are everywhere all the time. 
and they don't do anything unless you give them a purpose. So please, let's call in divine gratitude. And some people are aren't sure whether they're doing it or not. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to project it out to each and every one of you. And I'm going to embed the recordings so that when you are listening to this in replay, you'll get it also. And then just take it in that way. It's a little bit easier because then you don't have to worry about, did I do it right? Did I do it wrong? Blah, 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 blah. All those judgments, unnecessary. And just breathe in divine gratitude. Activate, energize, amplify, anchor it on your node. And let's just send that to God. Maybe you want to send that to your guides and your inner teachers, your master teachers, and whoever your master is that's guiding you through all your incarnations. Ah. This to me is life. Being in this place with other people in this place, sharing our energies, creating a better way of being in the moment. From here, we can do anything. Perhaps you're, perhaps you are um, in a state of lack. Okay, breathe in divine abundance. Go ahead, do it right now. Breathe in divine abundance, activate, energize, amplify, anchor. You know how to do it. Permeate your entirety. Allow it, accept it. And watch your life start to change. Just that simple unless you don't believe it's gonna work and then it won't. Beliefs really do affect things, which is why on a spiritual path in any tradition, belief systems get removed and only truth remains. A belief is a strongly held opinion and nothing more. If a belief is true and you hold it in your system as a belief it's still going to have negative implications to your system so we need to save truth in a different place beliefs are stored in the thalamus and the hypothalamus for the most part there's a trickier kind called the samskara and that's stored in the hippocampus but we don't have to talk about different pieces of the limbic system in the brain. We're not doctors. All we have to do is clear it out. And we're not the ones clearing it out. We're just inviting in the energy and asking it to do it for us. The lazy way of spirituality. There's no doing. We're not human doings. We're not human goings. We are human beings.
just be. That's why Eckhart Tolle was so important a while back, because he reminded us that we have to be now. For those of you who are raising your hands, please just go into the chat if you can and uh, type in your questions. Because I guarantee as we do more and more of this little energy exercise, you're not gonna be able to form your questions anymore because they won't be important. But when you come back out <laughs> and you return to the way you were, or maybe almost the way you were, They will be important. Good. Good, good, good. Yes, yes, yes. Now, I want you to understand that this is simply the beginning of spiritual alchemy. This is what we do before we do any work. And some of you are sensing the power and the truth within this. Divine love will heal everything, but the overwhelming majority of people won't let divine love in. Not a problem, we'll do it a different way. Let's start treating ourselves in a better way. Would that be good to do right now? Yeah. So if you want to be better right now and treat yourself better right now and start attracting better things in your life, please breathe in divine kindness. Wow, kindness, what a concept. Breathe in divine kindness, even if you don't know what that means. You'll learn what it means as it begins to implement. Breathe in divine kindness. There's nothing evil or bad about kindness. And we want the divine kindness. Fill the center of the core being with it. Are you getting the gist that how easy the Shaktify protocols are? It's the same process, just with different ingredients. If you know how to boil spaghetti, you know how to boil other shapes of macaroni as well. So if you can take in divine kindness, you can do all kinds of things. But anyway, just take in divine kindness. I'm not feeling all of you doing it. Okay, let me put it into the recording then for everybody. Now just breathe what I'm sending you. Fill the center of the cord. Oh, much better. Much, much better. Good, 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 good. So Jess, you already learned what you need to do with it. You activate it. You energize it. You amplify it. And you lock it in on your node. Simple, easy, peasy. Easy, peasy, lemon squeezy. Now we're just going to allow, allow it to permeate your entirety. Accept it. 
allow it to affect change within you. Accept it. And there, in that silent, quiet space in the center of the core being, as consciousness, you know that it's going to integrate and implement. When? Right away. The implementation may take other timing and stuff, but yeah. Linda, when you have a moment, please respond to what you've already sent and just let me know what you mean by CME. Nobody needs to say anything. I don't want to disturb anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we can seal it, right? So let's learn a little bit of sacred geometry to do a seal. In sacred geometry, a seal is a triangle. So even in the Christian church, you see them going like that to make a cross. What they're doing, the important part is the triangle. Solomon made a triangle like that and then a triangle pointing the other way, two triangles. And coming from the Sri Chakra or Sri Yantra, we can see in that symbol, pop a dot in the middle, the little bindi dot, and it makes it even more powerful. And when we do this in the Shaktify protocols, we use the word amen. What is the word amen? It comes from two Hebrew words, ani, I, Ma'amin, understand. That's all it is. Amen, I understand. No, actually not understand. It's more like believe. It's, believe, it's in between believe and understand. We'll leave it that way. So, amen, amen, and amen. Close the triangle. Amen, amen, and amen. So that's me believing. So that's me making the seal. Amen, amen, or you, if you're doing it. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen, amen, and amen. And do you have to move your arm in some great big genuflection? No, I do that because I tend to use my arms. I do that also to show you what I'm doing inside the center of the core being where it is actually effective. You can flail your arms all over the place. And unless you're using mudras and things, they're just flailing about. Good. 
Well, that's not a good enough seal for the Shoptify protocols using spiritual alchemy. I sealed it. I can seal it twice. I can seal it three times, even more effective. But to make it even more effective, let's have God seal it. And I tend to use the Hebrew. I'll translate it also. Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh. Upper triangle. Adonai, Spaot. And then the Bindi dot. Yehidavar ha Elohim molech elyon. Are you going to remember that Hebrew? Probably not. But that's one of the few bindi dots that actually will work in English. So it's Kadosh, holy. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God of hosts. Let God's word reign supreme. Not a bad way to do it. Now, sometimes if you're doing healing work, then we'll put a different bindi in the middle. It'll be kadosh, 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 aronoid spaot. Right? Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God of hosts. Milo kova aretz niflotav. Who fills everything with wondrous miracles. Isn't that good to have in the seal if you're doing healing work? From God, not from you. Because it's the consciousness of all that's coming through us that's doing the healing. It's not the healer. The healer has just cleared themselves out enough to allow these other frequencies and things through. Does this make more, more sense as to the path of spiritual alchemy? Good. Linda, thank you. Good, good, good. Think of what you would like right now. This is going to be the last thing we do before we have a non-sequitur to talk about something that Alara has an important message for you. But think of something you want, you need. And you don't know what energy would be the appropriate energy for it. Be in the center of the core being. Activate the base chakra. And ask for the energy that will help you fill in the blank. And I can't embed this in the recording because everybody's doing something different and I'm getting bounced with all kinds of energy right now. So just breathe in what you need, what you want, what you're choosing. Remember, the first step is choice. 
It's all about choice. Every single thing in life is about choice. Take it on in. And when you sense, either you sense it in the energy or you sense it some other way, or you just get tired of breathing it in, activate, energize, amplify, anchor it on your node. Wow, deja vu, I did that before. Allow it to permeate your entirety. Accept it. Allow it to affect change. That's A-F-F-E-C-T. And accept it. And there in the center of the core being, just know beyond the shadow of a doubt that it is going to integrate in your system and implement within your system in the best way that it can. And I'm not gonna guide you through it, but I'm gonna give you a little pointer because it's all experiential, that's how you learn. You might wanna breathe in the energy that's gonna clear out, it's gonna transmute, release and replace all the junk within your crystalline structure, all those inclusions to make your diamond beautiful. Right? All those inclusions that prevent this energy from getting you what you were trying to do. Um, don't do it now. Do it now. Do you remember what to do? Do you remember how to do it? Do you remember how to make it work? We've done it a few times. And that is what is required, repetition of going through the exercises. Repetition is what seals it so you're not thinking about the steps. You're just being it. And then eventually you get to the point, no time soon, believe me, where you can just be the end result. And the steps become unimportant. When you learned how to write, first you had to learn how to hold the pen, then you had to learn how to hold the paper and draw around the chunks of wood in that cheap paper they gave you in school, right? And, and eventually you learned how to write by practicing. If God gives you a piano, you can't sit down and play. You gotta practice. Why should this be any different? I can't make it any easier. And I think it's already pretty easy. It's simple, but sometimes it's not always easy to go through all the implementation and integration steps and things. I'm just being realistic about that. Good, good. Oh, 
thank you so much. Because every time people raise themselves up, it affects all, it, well, what it's affecting is the mass consciousness of humanity, which then trickles back down to help the entirety of humanity without them even knowing. As I said, easy peasy lemon squeezy. That's how you get into that hundredth monkey thing, right? Where enough of us get it, and then all of us get it. Without any further ado, I humbly turn this back over to our lady of the day, Alara. <laughs> Thank you so much you. for having me. Thank you. That was amazing. Um, there were times, Scott, where I could barely open my eyes. You know, I, it was, um, I was so deep into it, into the process and the energy and just in that space that I could barely open my eyes. So, you know, I have my eyes closed for most of it. Um, I didn't want to come back either because it's like, can I just be here? And you're right. The more you do it, the easier it gets. You know, yeah. and... So now I got it because I said to you earlier, I said, well, I don't remember all the pieces that you sort of shared with me yesterday, but now I got it. <laughs> so thank you. That's exactly what it is. It's practice. You don't think about how to hold a pen. You just, you think about what you want to put on the paper. And nowadays hmm. they don't even teach, they don't teach kids how to write script anymore. No, it's just the spelling. Just thumbs on the phone. <laughs> They don't, teach, they don't even teach spelling because you got spell checkers. <laughs> True. Um, yeah. Whew. I, I, that was what a blessing. Uh, okay. Before we, before we continue, let everybody take a, we're going to do a clearing breath, but this okay. is not one that you may have learned from another tradition. So we're going to just take in a deep breath through our nose and we're not going to hold it and we're going to sigh it out vocally. There must be sound, and it will be a better clearing breath. So just uh, Next thing, in the center of the core being, have the thought, if you wish, I command, that's you are commanding your own bodies, they're your bodies, you're living in them, you are not the bodies, you're the one in charge. I command that all of my bodies immediately balance, align, center, and ground. Good, good, good. Yes, now people are more, they're in a space where they can receive what you're about to say, Alara. Wonderful, thank you. Uh, and that again was very easy, so we can all do that as well. Uh, Linda was asking if you could repeat Kadosh, 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 Adonai, Sabayoth. Uh, yeah, a lot of people say that in a lot of different ways. In fact, people who know uh, ancient Hebrew say it differently than the people who speak modern Hebrew. But what it is, is you want me to just type it in? Yeah. Because, um, I'm type it in the in the chat. I think that might be easier for people. Yeah, I know. If, I learned this long time ago from a friend, and 
Shiv said, Kadosh, 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 Adonai, Sabayoth. It's like, I don't know if I'm ever saying it right, but it's like, that, right, that's the, that's the Ashkenazic pronunciation. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, so she's, I don't think she's Hebrew, but, or Jewish, I mean, sorry. Because I know there's a difference. Um, so there it is, Kadosh, 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 Adonai, Spa'ot. Oh, okay, Kadosh, 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 Adonai, Spa'ot. Okay. Well, I was saying it totally different. <laughs> well, it, you weren't saying it wrong. It's just a different way of saying it because yeah. there's different ways of pronouncing the Hebrew letters and there are no vowels in Hebrew. Hmm. What about the O in Kadosh? Well, that's added to be able to pronounce it in English. Okay, got it. Uh, Sarah, yes, that's exactly right. Malo. But it's not cho. It's not, it's not a ch sound. It's malo. This is Sarah's Jewish. That's what I know. Ah, she mistyped. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, because so, I can say Sarah is a she's Jewish and she's a minister, I think, in Hebrew rabbi, sorry, rabbi. Nice to meet you. So, so she would know some of that stuff. I do not. Uh, yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um, so I know. I just. I just have to write this down. So I'm just going to quickly talk about the the packages, and then uh, Scott afterwards can we go back and just take a few quick questions from people? More than a few, if you wish. Okay. okay you're, putting, you're controlling the clock. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, I would like permission that when you go over the details of the package to be able to interject here and there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're going to be talking about it, not me. I'm just going to be sharing it on the screen. <laughs> oh, okay. Oops, hold on. Wrong thing. Oh, hold on. <laughs> um, one second. Where is it? Okay. Yeah, so the way that I do it is like I bring it up on the screen. I might talk a little bit, but then I'm going to get you to share about it. So. I'm going to share my screen. Thank you for explaining that. Absolutely. All right. So this package from, can you all see? Now you can maybe. So this package from Scott today, Scott's package is uh, basically six Shakti healing intensives. And Scott's going to talk about those in a minute. Um, and these are from, I guess, last year, 2022. I could be wrong. But anyway, these are normally $40 each. Um, and the bundle on Scott's website is 200. And here we're offering them for 160. And so you do receive a 33% discount. And also, um, of course, there are two and three part payment plans available. And if you are a member of the inner circle for your VIP, please do use your discount code as well. So Scott, let's talk about let's, let's talk about some of these. Um, pieces or intensives in this package? Sure. So uh, Shakti healing intensive. I don't explain things very much. You don't need to. And it's just energy work. And there are two hours and I do them every other month and they're ongoing. So the first one that you have on the screen here is healing the body system in its entirety. And basically, This is a way to go in 
and clear in an intense way whatever it is that needs to leave your system now. So it's your incarnational system consists of multiple layers. And we've got that wonderful little layer cake, right? That we refer to as bodies, right? And in the Shaktify system, there are 11, the electromagnetic body, that's all your chakras, your marma points, your nadis, your meridians, and all the other parts that we don't even haven't discovered yet. And then the next one out is your physical body. And don't forget that your physical body has non-physical dimensionality to it, right? So there's the physical, and then we get to the emotional body, the mental body, the causal body, the astral body, the etheric body. Those are all the inner bodies. Then there are the advanced bodies. There's the awakened body and the light body, and the radiant body, and the ascension body. So this is a way of treating the shell and your immortal nature itself in a healing way to help you improve in a way that you want to improve. Good, good, good. Rebecca, thanks. I, I appreciated that. This, healing the greater you, right? Most people associate themselves as their physical body, right? And they identify as their brain. Most people associate themselves as the physical body, but as you know, there's more to you than your physicality. The incarnated body system that we've been talking about, that crystalline structure, right? can be thought of as consisting of multiple layers, some of which include your incarnated self and others contain your immortal self. And we're gonna talk about the whole of you. These seem similar, but they are very, very different, okay? And both of these, you're allowed to use them as often as you want. You're not gonna to wanna to do them every week, you know, the same one over and over, but those you can. Okay, next. This is about living in a human body system, right? You're not the body. You are living inside it. People can look at it on the screen. Before taking incarnation, you've carefully chosen the body that you currently inhabit. It's been chosen to align with your soul's goals and predispositions, etc. Simple, easy. Now, this is very, very, very intense. You're going to need to take vitamin C. You're gonna to need to drink more water when you're done. I even talk about that. We can talk about that when we're done going through the whole thing. But this one is so intense, you can only do it twice in a 12 month period. Or oh, wow. it's too much. But don't be afraid of it, it's a good thing. The next one is just working on that electromagnetic body. If the energies cannot clearly come into your body, how can they work to the best of their ability? And as we alluded to before, people keep putting stuff into their heart chakra, but the heart chakra is the gateway chakra, right? It's the only chakra that has two colors, green and pink, right? because it's a gateway to other things. And I don't want to talk about the heart chakra right now. That could be a show in its own. 
This <laughs> helps you clear all of your electromagnetic body so that you know that the energies you're receiving in this incarnation are as pure as they can be in the moment. This is so intense. You're only allowed to do it four times a year. And that doesn't mean you're going to do it four times in January and wait the year. <laughs> no, don't have me scrape you off the floor. You're going to do it every so many months if you want to. That's the maximum. Healing yourself. Boy, it sounds like all the others, doesn't it? This Shakti Healing Intensive will assist you in healing all aspects of your incarnation all the way from physical layers of your mortal. Stay there. We're not going yet. This is probably the most intense, not intense, the most useful. I, wanna, I don't want to say powerful because that's meaningless, but it's the most useful and effective of all of them. In all of these that I've been doing for so many years, every other month, this is the only one that I myself have been told to participate in after the fact. This one has an hour of clearing out everything so that you can heal. The second hour is the healing. Some of these, it's like an hour, 45 minutes of clearing and 15 minutes of the healing part. No, this is like an hour and an hour. It's, it is so amazing. Absolutely amazing. This is probably my favorite. And now the next one, uh, is the next one the last one? Healing the crystalline structure, yeah. And so healing the crystalline structure, we're talking about healing the local incarnational body system, if that makes sense. That's all we're working with. We're, we're allowing things to come through us as immortal consciousness beings to help fix the shell. What if there's a pearl growing in there, but it's not coming out like a pearl, right? I'd rather have the pearls. Good, good, good. So we talked about vitamin C and water, right? So when you're drinking water, I'll talk about that first. And I am not a doctor. I do not prescribe. I suggest, I tell you what worked for me. You have to do what's right for you. I do not diagnose, but I might get insight of something that you might want to go have tested to see if it is, right? Or you might want to do research to see if you want to go get tested to see if, you know, that kind of stuff. but I am not a doctor. It's important to take water in in two ways. One way you take water is to guzzle it, to gulp it. And what that does is it flushes the system. The other way to take in water is to sip it. And when you sip water, then the water has a tendency to actually go into each cell. And after these, you need to do that for like about three days is what I've always been told afterwards. I've never been told more than that. And by doing that, taking more water than you normally do, it'll prevent you from getting flu-like symptoms as your body is purging stuff from the healing that you just did. Vitamin C. When you're doing spiritual energy work, 
it uses vitamin C from your body. If you're using vitamin C from your body, then your body doesn't have the vitamin C it needs. And spiritual work can sometimes use a lot. So use your own guidance. You can use um, kinesthetic feedback, you know, muscle testing. I tend to do it this way, whatever way you do it. And it's wonderful. And see how much vitamin C you need. And I recommend <clears throat> taking vitamin C, either liposomal or time-released, so that it's there, always there. Otherwise, you take in like a thousand milligrams of vitamin C and your body doesn't need it in that moment. So what, ex what happens is you're basically making expensive urine because it's water soluble. So either liposomal, so it is fat soluble, soluble or time-release. And it's worth getting a good brand. I also recommend that there be something with it, like rose hips or other things. Good enough. Awesome. Thank you. So yeah. that's some new information about water and vitamin C. Definitely watch or listen again for that. Um, I knew about the sipping, that it's better to sip. Um, I can never gulp. I cannot gulp water. <laughs> it's crazy. I just, I cannot gulp. So that's uh, a thing. Uh, and Austria and you can't gulp beer? Oh, I do not <laughs> drink beer at all, but no, <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> um, Sarah says, Estra C is also retained. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Sarah. You are correct. All I, right. So again, I've never, so I've never been guided to take Estra C myself. So I just, but you are correct, Sarah. Thank you. Um, so again, the package for Scott, uh, is available and uh, like I said, there are two and three part payment plans available. And of course, use your inner circle gift code, whether it's 10% or 25%, please do not forget to do that. And again, um, these, uh, with this package, you get the MP4, the video, and then the M4A and the MP3. So like two forms of audio and the video for each of the calls. So it's a quite a big file, but you'll receive all of that. You can download and then and watch. You choose and, which one. Or listen. Yeah. You can choose which one you want to do, listen to or watch. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Awesome. So let's, let's take some quick questions from folks. Don't worry, I'm not on a time limit today. Today's Wednesday, so I don't have to go anywhere. I'm good. <laughs> okay. And and you can go to my website also, shaktify.com. Shakti is energy, right? So Shaktify is like energized. I picked out the name. All my friends at the time were coming up with websites and you had to type in a whole sentence. And I and so I went inside and that's what I was told to use. So that's what it is. I, I love it. Yeah, I, I love, to, I love the, there, the name of the website. I send out maybe two emails a month. I'm laid back. Two <laughs> emails a month. That's it. I'm not high pressure. And if you don't open it, you'll get it again the next day to remind you that you didn't open it the day before. That's it. But what you get by being on that email list is my healing list. I have advanced students that I've been working with some of them for 10 years and some a little less, but my advanced students, as part of their daily sadhana, your daily spiritual practice, what they do is they include the Shaktify healing list in what they're doing. And I do it once or twice a day myself also, send out the healing energy that you need. They do not see what you write. 
they just use the list as like a nebulous list, right? I am the only one that sees that. So whatever you type in there, that helps me target what it is that you're needing. You want to change it? Send me another note. Not a problem. I don't typically respond other than energetically. So that's important. That's something you can do. I, there's also in YouTube, I was told to create a Shockify channel. So mm -hmm. I did. And every month I have an energy session and they last anywhere from like 15 minutes up to an hour. And for a while, people were wanting the short ones, but now people are liking the long ones. And on the Shoptify channel in YouTube, there's 72 or more now. I, last time I counted, there were 72. That's a lot. That's a lot of hours. Enjoy. Have fun. Make comment. I respond. Awesome. I love that. And yes, they, they are there. I checked out your, your um, YouTube channel. I checked out your website, like every single piece of it, every single part of it, every single page of it. I've checked it out. Yeah. There's a lot, there's a, a quite a few, quite interesting information there. So I'm, I will be in touch with you about other stuff. Uh, I just wish that your, your um, membership calls weren't so late. <laughs> It's like it's like two oh, thirty yeah, yeah, yeah. in the morning for me. It's like oh, that's that's late. It's like ah. Anyway, we'll see. We'll we'll talk about it later. Okay, so we have some questions from people. Uh, Tanya, uh, so so uh, normally Scott, people you know have issues that they are challenged with, and so they would like your uh, help, whether it's energy clearing, guidance, whatever it happens to be. So, Tanya, you want to unmute yourself? Hello, Alara. Hello, Scott. Hi. Thank well, you for a very nice, like, deep meditation. I felt very peaceful. You're most welcome. So my question is, um, I believe my feminine and masculine energies in my body are not balanced properly. And usually I have problems, if I call can call them problems, like I recently bro broke my tendon on my pinky of my left hand and uh, I have issues on my left side of the body which is feminine I understand um, yes so what you do I receive in the left and you give on the right that's why we shake hands with the right hand and that's universal whether you're left-handed or right-handed yeah so does it mean that uh, I give, but I don't know how to take, or does it mean that I had bad relationship with my mother, which I thought I healed? I still still have issues on my left hand. Uh, what do I need to heal in order to kind of uh, heal and balance my body? Thank sure, you. you're, you're giving me a whole barrage of questions. Each one has a different answer. So <laughs> let's take a look at it. The main thing that's making you out of balance is that you believe you're out of balance. Can you get rid of that belief right now? Is that okay to drop that belief and not believe that you're out of balance? Because if you that's believe true. you're out of balance, I don't care what modality you use, even the Shoctify protocols, you're never going to get in balance because you don't want to be because you believe that you're not. Just that simple. That's how quantum, that's the quantum part of it. Yeah, yeah. 
So one of the best ways we use for clearing things, I, when people call in, by the way, and I'm working with you individually like this, I'm also using it as a teaching opportunity for everyone. So everyone can participate. She's dealing with the uh, Shiva Shakti, the male female energies, right? Because female energy spins one way and male energy spins the other way. You put them together, you got nothing. So here we go. When you want to change something, you want to get rid of something. A lot of people, thank you, Saint Germain, they work with the violet flame, right? Mm -hmm. And what does the violet flame do? It transmutes, it releases. Right? So if we use the violet flame, we can transmute, release, and whatever it is, is gone. But now we got all kinds of holes in our system. And that's where the shock device system is a little bit different because we never use the violet flame by itself. We also want to choose something in pair so that we can fill in those holes. And I highly recommend for those who can see energy, it's the misty white one, the sacred fire. Sacred fire. So we use the violet flame and the sacred fire. Right? If you could and explain the sacred fire, sorry for interrupting you. What is sacred fire? An energy. Okay. It doesn't matter what it is, it's going to help you. The same, okay, so yes, you don't have to believe me. I'm not ultimate, right? I can tell you what the sacred fire is, but often if I use other words to describe it, then people have all kinds of beliefs and they prevent it from helping them. So I'd rather tell you about it afterwards. And if you choose not to have it, it'll go away. Better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Sure. We also use the golden flame and the diamond white light, right? And the diamond white light, all that does is send this same healing into every one of your incarnations simultaneously. Not a bad thing. Why reinvent the wheel next time around? Good. Yeah, there you go. Little shift there. Thank you. Okay. So what we're going to do we're going to call in the violet flame, the sacred fire, the golden flame, and the diamond white light. And everyone can do this and apply it to what you want to shift, what you want to transmute, release, and replace in your life. Don't say your husband. <laughs> it's an issue, right? What issues you would like to shift and change about yourself. This is about ourselves, this kind of energy. So we take in this energy. Let me, give me a moment. I need to impregnate the recordings with it so that other people can use this in the future. Just breathe it in. I'm sending it to everyone as well as you can call it in yourself. There's nothing special about me. Believe me, if I can do it, you can do it. Good, 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 good. And we're going to now fill the center of the core being with that. You have to be in the center of the core being, Thailand. Uh, you, you're, please activate your base chakra. Good. Now you can feel it flowing better. 
So now we're going to give that violet flame and sacred fire, golden flame, diamond white light, a job to do as a team, the four. In numerology, four is creation. That's what we're doing. We're working and we're creating right now. We're creating a change and a shift within each and every one of you who's choosing to participate. You have to choose. So Tanya in the center of the core being. You don't have to do it out loud unless you wish to. What is it that you want to change? What is it that you want to shift? Perhaps it might be that your masculine and feminine aspects are balanced and always balanced. And any belief that you have about that be expunged because it's not true. So it might be a belief, it might be a samskara that somebody else told you and you bought into it. Samskaras are really dangerous. The worst one is when a parent tells a kid, oh, you're nothing, you're never gonna amount to anything. That sticks. Okay, just, and let that be. Activate, energize, amplify, anchor it on your node. Good. Now we're going to allow it to go where it needs to go within your system. To change what it needs to change within your system. To do as we've asked it to do and we're going to accept it, knowing that it's going to implement after it's done integrating. Now, right? Because you can take in energies and it's not gonna do anything unless you put that now into it. So you never need to be that. Oh, you're lightening up already, look at that. For those of you who can see auras and you look at Tanya, can you see how her aura is beginning to shift? Simple and easy. For those who can't see, if somebody can see, type it in what you're seeing. We have the chat, let's use it. Tanya, that's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. So what I want you to do because it seems to me what I'm getting from my information, from my guides, my teachers, my personal collective, is that you're not taking in divine femininity because you think divine masculinity is more important on the planet at this time. And it's more important because we're making it more important. We're not gonna let that be. So what we need is we need, what I'm hearing is to help you with this, to take in divine feminine, which has nothing to do with gender. So please just breathe in the divine feminine and we're gonna include divine kindness and we're gonna include divine grace and we're gonna include divine peace because four is how we create. The divine feminine, divine grace, divine peace, and divine kindness, be kind to yourself. Don't beat yourself up. And for everyone, 
the worst energies for yourself, for everyone, is blame, shame, and guilt. You make my work harder. <laughs> so taking those energies, oh, you can do a better job, Tanya. Yes, you can take it in. There you go. So now I'm gonna, now that you've done it, if anybody else wants these. I needed you to know that you could do it yourself without me, right? People are not dependent on me. Don't put me on a pedestal, I'm just like you. Do it yourself, I'm just showing how you can do it. And then you can teach to someone else. So take it in. Remember those four things, creating, right? Activate, energize, amplify, anchor it on your nose. Allow it to permeate your entirety. Allow it to affect change within your system and accept it. Yeah, that's the part some people forget in some modalities. You don't accept it, doesn't stick. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Kadosh, kadosh, kadosh. Aronoid spaot. Melo koha aretz niflotam. It's just so wonderful. So you can stay in that energy and just slightly open your eyelids, just let some of the light in from the room and then gracefully, slowly, 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 slowly open your eyes so you can be there and here at the same time. Why not take another lesson at the same time so we can learn to be multidimensional while we're doing healing? Now for the benefit for those who don't know about this work and how it happens, do you wanna share anything, Tanya? You don't have to, but if you'd like to share something about what you just experienced or are experiencing because it's still going on, and it's actually gonna take about 15, 20 minutes to finish, but we've made allowances for that with you, right? You don't care how long it takes. When I, when I let the, all the fires and violet light in, inside me. I felt like some hurt was coming out of my heart and lifting. Some, I felt a bit like crying. And now I feel very peaceful and kind of spacious, actually. <laughs> you know, like what? I'm big. Think about it. You're 16.7 meters in diameter. <laughs> yeah. That's if you're living in an apartment, that means you're affecting people two stories above you, two stories below you, not to mention the apartments to the sides and on the angles, and they're affecting you. So part of what I teach in the Shock to Vive protocols is how to clear your space, how to clear you, how to create 
boundaries to not allow it in because you don't have to allow it in. But yes, Tanya, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you for Good doing job, that. Tanya. Yeah, you thank realize, you. Thank I you hope for. you realize how many people you've just helped because this is now transferred up into the mass consciousness of humanity, which is all St. Germain did. He was the way shower. That means you're the first one to do it. You put it in the mass consciousness and each time someone do it, does it, it makes it easier and easier and easier for more and more people to do it. So thank you, Tanya. Thank you, Scott. Thank you. I used to thank people for healing and they go, you're thanking me? <laughs> so that's why I thought I would explain why. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Tanya. That was thank great. You awesome. Yeah, um, all right. We're going to go to iPhone. I don't know who iPhone is, but iPhone is somebody. iPhone, you want to unmute yourself? Yes. No. Yes, maybe. yes, yes. So, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yes, I can. Welcome. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Thank you, Alara. Thank you, Scott. Your voice is so relaxing, so hypnotic. I don't want to use the word, but I did. <laughs> you want me to explain how that is? Well, uh, how your voice became so hypnotic? Not hypnotic. There's Shakti that rides on it, like an AM radio. Uh-huh. There's a oh. carrier, there's a carrier wave, which is the words that I'm speaking. But then there's energy that rides on it like an AM radio. Oh. There's a way that this all works. I've been leaving that out of the conversation. Oh. In the center of the core being. Mm -hmm. If I call in and fill the center of the core being with the energy that you need, as I speak to you, you're receiving that energy. Hmm. Wow. Amazing. Thanks for explaining. It's, it's sort of like the Benny Gesserit in the Book of Dune, right? How they could speak and other people, you know, but that's nasty because that's, that's like usurping <laughs> people's free will. Nah, we don't do that. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's probably usurping. Yeah. But yeah, it works and it makes yeah. me feel relaxed and tuned in. Just want to like, yeah. So... My question is, um, I kind of feel like I have to try too much, like try a lot because, you know, like to get the love, you know, <laughs> just like overdue. And and somehow people might sense that is um, kind of like a weakness or trying to just compensate to get that. I'm not it's like I'm not asking for attention, but just like not being a state of being right. Like, so back you, you want to receive, let me try and reword it because we have limited time. It's like you, you're feeling a need to receive love. And so other people are perceiving you as being needy. Yeah. Yeah. That too. Yeah. You know, Okay. yeah. Kind of like that, but just not being yeah. abused, not wanting to be like, you know, the beating stick. Let's put it that way. <laughs> You know, yeah. so I'm trying harder to like not be that, but it's, oh, it's I was not, so it's, abused. Oh my God. I, I learned the lesson of abuse. I was done with it and it yeah. kept, I kept attracting it until I changed myself. But that's, that's sessions. I can't do that here. But what I can do is hmm, 
you're not alone. You cannot disconnect. All you can do is not allow yourself the wondrous benefits of being connected, right? Mm -hmm. You don't need love from other people. It's nice when it happens, but you can have all the love you need and more. Just breathe through your nose from the center of the core being, be in the center core being, activate the base chakra and just breathe in what you need right now. Part of you wants love and part of you is pushing love away. Again, this is a little bit more complex in you, not something simple and quick. That's okay, it can be if you allow it to be. So you wanna take in the energies that are gonna get rid of everything within your system that prevents love from coming in. You know, it's sort of like COPD. People have COPD and they keep trying to breathe in and breathe in and they can't. No, they can breathe in fine. What they can't do is breathe out. Mm. <laughs> and you can't take more in until you get... Same kind of concept here. Let's get rid of everything within you. Breathe in those energies. I'm sending them directly to you. Um, I'm putting them mildly into the recording. If somebody needs this, they can pull it out, but I'm not going to overdo it because most people are not wanting this or not ready for this. But this is an important, big, major step that everyone on the planet goes through. So let's just take in the energies to get rid of everything that prevents you from accepting love. You don't need more love. You just need to accept the love that you do get. There you go, great. Little more, fill it up. Nothing to be afraid of. We're all friends here. Activate, energize, amplify, anchor it on your node, please, if you will. Allow it to permeate your entirety and do as we've asked and accept that. Know that it's going to implement because it is integrating as we speak now. you feel that lightning? Now I can feel a sense in your third chakra. So there's power issues connected into this. That's why it's not so simple. Just let that go. Let's disconnect that. Now ask for the levels of love that you need, the levels of love that you can now accept and breathe that in, right? Divine love is a waveform, the shape of the wave. And there's different frequencies that are all divine love. There's different octaves, just like on a piano, there's middle C, high C, right? So take in the octaves of divine love that you're able to at this time. It's a rare person that can take in all the octaves of divine love. 
maybe you will become that. Activate, energize, amplify, anchor it on your node. Do I sound like a broken record cat? Allow it to permeate your entirety because some of this is past life related. And this actually is one of your major lessons in this incarnation. Good that we're here now. I get fed information all the time. <laughs> yes. So that's I know. Where I get. And do you want these extra little tiddly bits or do you want yes, to? Yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank okay. you. You're welcome. And what did you say your name was? Evie. AZ? E, Evie, like Eve. Evie. Oh, Evie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Good. Oh, do you feel that difference? Can other people feel? Because she can't help but radiate it back out. There's no way she cannot do that. And I'm sensing it coming from her. If, I'm hoping that some of the others of you can as well. So we're going to activate, energize. We permeated. We did the whole thing. Yay. Amen, amen, and amen, 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 amen. Thank God in your own way for this little tiddly bit of healing. Oh. Oh, oh my goodness. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you so much. My, uh, the third chakra, that solar plexus is oh, like. No, 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 no. We don't want to discuss it yet. Kadosh, kadosh, kadosh. When you discuss it, you dissipate it. Kadosh, kadosh, kadosh. And now let's welcome Queen Evie to the planet. <laughs> Thank she wasn't you. Here. She wasn't here a couple hours ago. She's back. <laughs> welcome back. Thank we can, you. Others can perceive in your voice, in the actual words, the, your, the whole energy from you is different. Yes, I think so. I know it. <laughs> that is just so amazingly wonderful. Yeah. Now you have to choose to make this permanent, mm -hmm. allow it to dissipate, or allow it to go away. You don't have to do that now. You, you're just going to need to do that at some point. I, this is me, and I want to remain this way. The reason why we could do as much as we did, and a lot just happened, do take some vitamin C, please. Okay. You're not going to get enough. You're not going to get enough by eating kiwi or oranges or anything. So, oh my God. So just yeah, choose and just pee. Mm -hmm. The reason why it works so effectively and so deeply is number one, you were ready, and number two. You've done this before in prior lives. Good, good, good. Good. Evie, yes. thank you so much. You just helped. Oh. <laughs> thank you. The, that is one of the most major problems on the entire planet. Yeah, thank you, Evie. Yes, thank you, Alara. Thank you, Scott. 
keep up the good work. <laughs> you too. <laughs> awesome. All right. Do we have time for Rebecca and Ayawana? That's your choice. Okay. Rebecca, you want to unmute yourself? We'll, we'll do quick ones. <laughs> okay. Hi. Uh, um, I have been having difficulty receiving, like being um, successful in my healing practice and my work. And I think I've identified it this morning as an issue with being visible. Mm, okay. About being visible. Okay. So sometimes in some modalities, it's important that we figure out why it happened what it is and we have to understand the why and some modalities say oh no you have to live through it you have to go through it in order to heal it sacred alchemy spiritual alchemy says no you don't it's just energy let's just get rid of it so this modality works that way that's why i call it the lazy person's way right because why go through years and years and years of laying on a couch, telling somebody it's all the problems. And then after years of that, they say they blame it on your mother and you still don't know what to do. You still got all the problems. You just have something to blame. And now you have to get rid of blame. <laughs> yeah. So I don't like those modalities personally. For some people, they work. It depends how you're wired. I'm glad because I'm kind of okay. tired of talking about it. <laughs> Great. So what it is you're wanting to get the being invisible is your perception of the result of this. That's not the problem. That's not the cause, right? So what, what is it that you're really wanting is help to maximize your abilities to help others. Now, right now. Yes? Yes. So what do you think you're going to ask for? I don't know. So if you don't know, why not ask for what you need to have that occur? Yes. Yes. That's now my you question. Know. Yeah. Now you do know what you need. You need to get rid of it. Simple enough. Easy. Where do you have to go to make it most effective energetically? Within? Within where? Within me. Okay, this where? This is the beginning, so I hear you talking about the core. Oh, okay. But, oh, yes, Rebecca. You're the Rebecca the type. Okay, so it's this, you want to be in the core of being, and you want to be in the center of it. Close your eyes and be there. Just choose to be there. And take in those energies. Everybody can do this for whatever they're wanting to do now. Take in the energy that you need to be the most effective you in order to be able to help others. More. Don't deny yourself through your nose, please. Just in and out, relax. No, 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 you're making it into a tunnel. You're making it into a to-do. Just breathe, just be, knowing that you're taking in that which you need. 
Now we activate, energize, amplify, and anchor it on your node in the center of the core being. Now we allow it to permeate your entirety and affect change. And we accept it, knowing without doubt that it's going to integrate and it's going to implement in absolute perfection. And while she's doing that, you can use the Shoptify protocols as an addendum to whatever modality you're doing. The Shoptify protocols are going to add an element of purity to the other modality and make it more effective. Great. Um, this is gonna take about 40 minutes, Rebecca. So we're gonna move on to someone else, but what we're gonna do is we're gonna seal that within you if that's something you would like. So it's just you doing it in the center of the core being. We're making an upward triangle and a downward triangle and putting a little dot in the middle. Amen, I believe. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, dear Lord, for this healing. Notice you're making the two triangles again for the thank you. And amen becomes the center bindi dot. Kadosh, kadosh, kadosh. Aranoid spa'ot. Yehi devar ha'elohim Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God of hosts. Let God's word Reign supreme. That's R E I G N. We don't need little drops of water falling on our heads. Okay. So you may wish to disconnect from the call, not something I tell people to do, just so that you can be in this space without distraction if you can. for about 25 minutes. And thank you so much. God bless. So beautiful. Thank you. Thank you both. Thank, thank you, everyone. Thank you. We get that. We get that. No, I don't want you to dissipate the energy. And you just pulled yourself back into your head. Okay. You be in the center of the core of being. Activate the base chakra again. Because that you went into your head and you contracted the base chakra. So now just lay back and be comfortable for a half hour or so. Yeah, yeah. Wonderfulness, wonderfulness. All right, we're going to go to Ayawana. Thank you.
Alara, thank you, Scott. Hi. Uh, hello. Sorry, my camera is not functioning. Hey, my... Not a problem. Thank you. My... I just close my eyes and I see you. It's even better. Yeah. Uh, I have issues with um, self sabotage. Oh, it's... don't be all. It's so embedded in me that I don't need to think about it. It's 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 my to go place, and I think it's also became almost to give me a power over myself. It's I make myself my victim, and then I take pride in that. Mm. It's so powerful that it's uh, and it takes. Iona, if I may interrupt, we yes. get it. We understand. If you need to tell us more, then please do. But we get it. We know about self-sabotage. We all do. We all experience it. You're telling us that you're experiencing it to an extreme, to an, a point where it's affecting your life and you just can't handle it anymore, no more. That's true. Yes. Yeah. Do you, yes. think, do you think that I understand exactly what you're asking? I think it's, yes. I, yeah. Okay. So if you need to, if you have the need to express more, please, please, please do. But we get this. It is so permeated through every culture. Native Americans call it coyote medicine. Coyote, the great trickster. Hmm. So they call it coyote medicine. That's self-sabotage. Right? Every culture talks about it. What's the remedy? Okay, so the first step we're going to do is we're going to go through, oh, this is complex within you. It's not going to be a simple, it's gone. But we're going to greatly reduce it. And if you are more aware, you will start seeing it occur sooner and sooner in the process. So you can nip it in the bud. And eventually you'll get to the point where Oh, I used to do this at this point. I don't have to do that anymore. So it's automatic response in you. And it's in your... Sorry, my phone was about to ring. I have the wrong extension here. So it's in your automatic responses. It's in your... It's in your samskaras. It's in definitely in your belief systems. It's also coming through from past incarnations, which is why it's so extreme, because you've been asked to clear this in other lives, and you just haven't gotten around to it yet. Notice the way I say that? There's no blame here. There's no shame. There's no guilt. You're ready to do it now. Great. So it's also in your causal body. So let's just do the first level of just scraping whatever comes off easy. Let's take in the energies you need to not be that anymore. To remove the automatic right? To give you the opportunity to actually see that you have a choice to enter into that pattern or not. 
Okay. So you can choose to self-sabotage in the moment or recognize that you're beginning to do that and just have that conscious thought not to do that. You don't have that luxury right now. So let's take in those energies, please. And I'm even needing to assist you. I'm letting you know that. Breathe it in, fill the center of the core of being, activate the base chakra again. More, breathe more, more. More, 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 there you go. Activate, energize, amplify, anchor it on your node, please. Allow it to permeate your entirety because there's lots of different places where it's gonna be working. Accept it. You're doing it. I'm giving you that as a witness that you're doing it so that you have no doubt that it's happening. Because as a self-saboteur, your first thing would be to deny that it even is happening. It's happening. Know that. No, no, no. Don't allow that thought away, away, away. Just be in the center of the core being. Don't think of anything. And we're just going to allow that to work. You're going to need to meditate for a while after this, about 15 minutes. So I don't want to know your response, but I am going to ask you a question. Something happened when you were, you were young. I'm hearing around 10 years old or so. And somehow some, we'll just call it a, an entity, glomped onto you and is affecting you and is having so much fun watching you go through this. With your permission, one of my gifts is to dispel it, like, so it doesn't even exist anymore and it cannot glomp onto any other person. Now you can believe that I have that ability or not, and I don't care. But with your permission, I will do that. And then you have to, and you have to know not to invite any more of those entities in. Okay? Okay. Good. And they're off, which means now you can start running your race free. Please, no, no need to respond, no need to say anything. Iona, thank you so much. I bow to your integrity. 
I bow to your magnificence. Namaste. God bless. God bless. Oh, Laura, you're muted. I'm muted. Yeah, that was amazing. Thank you so much. Don't talk. I want to just rest in the energy, meditate for 15, 20 minutes, and then afterwards, drink some water, vitamin C, all that stuff we talked about earlier. Right, Scott? Uh, well, she doesn't need the vitamin C because she it's not the same level of energy work. Okay, cool. Yeah. But she is going to need water. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. Um, Sarah, go ahead. I know you asked if you could give a blessing as well, um, but go ahead and unmute yourself. Okay, thanks. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to give Scott a little gift because he's been giving so much to us. So that's why I suggested it. Um, but uh, I want you to know, I went out and found some cedar yesterday. I had an adventure at the... At the <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> adventure at the, lemon, at the lumber yard. So I'm going to do that. Um, but what really is up for me is clearing my clutter. So uh, I thought I'd mention that, but I'd also, with permission, like to give a short blessing to Scott. Oh, thank you. I'll accept that. Well, let's talk about the clutter first. Are you talking about a physical manifestation of inner clutter, a physical manifestation of clutter, or an inner manifestation of clutter? Uh, I think it has to be both, doesn't it? Um, oh. <laughs> I, Unless you I, believe yeah. it has to be both. <laughs> no, I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty clear internally. I, I present very well to the world. It's just when you come in my house, um, I have a, a deep sadness about um, letting go of things, and um, so, so then you just I hold on. I hold. It's, I hold on to things. It's inner and outer. It's like, what if I need it? And so many things. It's like, I haven't used this for years. And it's the perfect Oh, thing. yes. Like, here's pills that get rid of a headache better than anything I've ever taken. And now I'm allergic to it. And it's expired 20 years ago. No, not that bad. Killing the thing. <laughs> oh, I'm talking about mine. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I'm an artist and, and I'm creative. And my dad was the same way. And it was like, I can see creative possibilities in everything. And eventually I come around to finding them and using them and doing art with them or giving them to someone who needs it. Good. Then they are part of what you are. Can I ask you a question? Please. Why is there no final H on Sarah? I like to travel light in the world. And um, when I spell it in Hebrew, I spell it... Um, and actually, I changed it. My, it's, you know, I know you did. I was, I was named Sue Evelyn, which never worked. Um, Sorry, it was my given Hebrew name. Um, I just like to travel more lightly in the world. And my granddaughter is Sela, and her daughter. I hope that's off top. So back to this. Yes. When, when you use your name, do you, you include the hay or do you leave it off? I always include she does it in Hebrew. Does she put the H one or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my Hebrew name is Chava Sarah, Eve Sarah. And I uh, pronounce it instead of Sarah as the Hebrew Sarah. With and the, with the hay? I pronounce oh. it with the hay and I spell it with the hay. Okay, Shin, perfect. That's all that's hay. 
Yes. Yeah, just not in English. There are women named Sarah who have dropped the H off. They have not put the Yud. They didn't become Sarai. They just right. dropped them both off. And they took one of the letters of God. Uh, there's a few languages, Hebrew and Sanskrit or some, where the letters themselves have power. And it's not just the letter. It's the white space around the letters, too. And when you if you take that H or the Y away from Sarah, you're taking God out of your name. I ask people to pronounce my name, Sarah, which includes the hey. Yes, it does. As far as how it's written in English, I don't feel energy. But, you know, even friends who know Hebrew will still say Sarah and I will and I will correct them. My name is Sarah. So it's definitely pronounced with the Holy yes, Spirit. Absolutely. I, that's why I was asking. Yeah. And behind me is a 300 year old Holocaust Torah here in this wrapping. Oh, how wonderful. Yeah. So anyway, I would like energy in my being to sort and throw and give away and uh, clear out a lot of the stuff in my house. So, As one progresses along one's spiritual path, in the beginning, energy comes in. After you get to a certain point, it reverses. It's one of those milestones on the path. It reverses and more energy goes out than comes in. At that point, if you talk to somebody who's one of those um, energy vampires, you know, we've all met people like that. You talk to them and you feel drained when they leave. When your energy reverses, then it doesn't matter. They can suck all they want because God has infinite energies and it's all coming through as much as they want. doesn't matter. So it's a matter of allowing you to help you to get to that step. And this is a private matter. I'm not going to allow this on the recording, but I'm going to do this for you right now, if you wish, to initiate that process to switch the energy through you. I'm going to need you, if you wouldn't mind, to be in the center of the core being, because you're not. Thank you, you are. Activate the base chakra. And just choose to allow this. Now, others will feel energy because there's so much energy coming out of me all the time. But if this, this particular initiation is private. And all the energy from God comes down the Krael. to your node, and from that node, exudes outwards. You might feel it in your fingers or your palms. Let me make you aware of your feet. Can you feel it coming out your feet? The arches, the, the chakras and the arches of the feet are so important and powerful, and most people totally ignore them. In Hinduism, they always pray to the guru's feet. This is why. There you go. And I'm going to apply a little Shaktipad. And this is private just for Sarah. Sarah.
There you go. זה נכון? נכון, תודה. Good. May I give you a blessing now? I would love that. The whole world is full of her glory. I ask everyone to be receptive. Keep going. Yivarecha karohim v'yishmarecha May the divine bless you and keep you May the divine spirit arise in you and be gracious to you. May holiness and love always surround you and bring you peace. be receptive and receive this. When you started, I was instructed to send some of this new energy that was coming in, not just from you, but other. I call it darshan. Again, blessings. I just allow it in. Just be receptive.
and Sara that initiation is going to take five days to fully integrate. I want to thank you all so much. And Sara, thank you so much. And I think Alara would be uh, quite in agreement that that's a beautiful, beautiful way to end this amazing birthday celebration for Alara that I was graced to be part of. Thank you all so, so, so much. Well, you know, I normally, I would say, you know, any last words of wisdom, but that that blessing from Sarah, what a gift for all of us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And yeah, this was such a, such a gift for me, this whole call, this whole conversation. Everything Happy that you shared, Scott. Birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. We're celebrating you today, and that is why we've come to say Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Hazaka, zaka, zak, which in Hebrew means strength, strength, strength. May this be a year of blessing and joy and health for you and your family and your canine companions and all the work that you do may it spread out like ripples into the world like glorious waves of golden sunshine but filled with love and joy and sweetness and health and enlightenment and creating such a ripple from your love and your beauty into the world that you take this into this next time where we're all been suffering so much to the place where we're all in Mashiach consciousness, that we're all compassionate and loving toward each other, and may it ever shine out in waves from your heart and be returned to you a thousandfold. Well, thank you, Sarah, for that beautiful, beautiful prayer. From your mouth to God's ears. <laughs> to Alara's heart. Oh, Alara seems to be leaking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm speechless. Shouldn't, thank you, thank you so much. Shouldn't all of your calls end like this? <laughs> yes, wouldn't that be awesome? Yes, thank you so much, everyone. Um, Please support Alara. Please. She <laughs> helps me get my work out there. She helps so many other people get their work out there so that you guys can be helped. That's all it's about. That's all it's about. Please support. Well, anyways, I'm going to keep crying. So I'm just going to say thank you so much, everyone. Thank you for a wonderful call, wonderful show, all the gifts, all the blessings, all the healing, all the learning, all the wisdom. Oh, my goodness. It was just like so wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I can't talk. So until next time, everyone, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all. Much love and blessings always. Thank you, thank you, thank you for letting me do my work. Thank you. Remember, it's every day this week till Friday. <laughs> and and next week. <laughs> same bad time, same bad channel. <laughs> exactly. See you, everyone. See you again soon. Tomorrow we'll be back. Bye for now. Bye, everyone. Bye now. <laughs>